So fat man. So sleazy. Um, it's not even Halloween, but we have to review a Halloween show. Yeah. Well, your camera's off, so you must have broken the camera from your scary Halloween costume. <laughs> I mean, I have a face made for radio, so. That is 100% true. What are we going to do with you? But anyway, we got to go through Halloween Havoc in 2022 on The Wrestling Show. Welcome, everyone, to another wonderful episode. So on today's show, we have the man who enjoys life in Newfoundland, but can't figure out how to use his internet. It's Ryan Williams. <laughs> Hi, y'all. And fuck you, Sleepy. I just feel like I had to start the podcast off early with I hope you step on the Lego. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Also on the other side, you could probably see him if you're watching us live on Twitch. It is the gentleman who has more A's in his name than anyone else on the show. It is Chip Willett. More A's I ever had with a report card as well. Ooh. School was not a good time for me. School was not a good time. Miss the joke. There's more A's in his name than there is in Canada. A? Come on. I can't count. It, that. The shit no, so, books you know, that's itself. a really good joke. You could have said he has more A's in the name than the other Canadians. It would have been great. You dropped the fucking ball. Your stint in rehab for your hermaphroditic A's porn has clearly changed. I mean, I'm I don't even have a camera right now. It's been a lot of changes. Things have changed over here, okay? With New Jersey. All shit, all hell goes to shit. I mean, Fat Man took a huge New Jersey before he came on the show. Yeah, I did. It was a, it was a Hoboken for sure. Um, um, it, and before we we continue, I, I just want to say this out there, and and I know we probably will talk about it later. I think we talked about it a little bit on last week's show. Is um, Kevin Nash's son Tristan died? Um, he had a seizure, I believe it was, and. I, I just want to, first of all, say condolences to obviously Kevin and his family and um, I, everyone here at the wrestling show. I, I believe I speak for everyone here in, in hoping better days ahead for him and his family. Yep. I, I feel like uh... Mark that off the news and rumors. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what I'll do is I'll bring us up on a better note and announce that once again, Ryan is the WWE scorecard champion. What this? Go fuck yourself, Ryan. <laughs> oh, listen, I had to throw it in now early just because Halloween Havoc, oh, I thought it was a really good show for what I watched. But it, and it just made it better that I regained my fucking WWE title. So, suck it, jump. 
Well, if it makes you feel any better, I got zero because I apparently didn't press save. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. The pick, you don't know how to press save button. Right. The hell, that, that's what screwed me in the PWC show. It's terrible. I hate it. Fuck this game. Anybody watch the pre-show? No. Who the fuck watches the pre-show? I actually... Yeah. But I don't remember what match it was. <laughs> Fuck all of you. All right. So Halloween Havoc starts out with the ladder match for Vacant's NXT North American Championship. <coughs> Carmella Hayes. Uh, if Vacant is a name, the 2022 wrestler of the year this year, then we, we don't do proper on our journalism. I mean, trios, AW. Well, look how many times he's lost it. Yeah. How many times has Ric Flair lost his world championship? See? Exactly. Oh, I know. So if, I, if I'm thinking this correctly, Bacon has held all of the AEW titles except the all the titles. Give it a few weeks. So, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you're still young, sir. Uh, Carmelo Hayes versus, I think I'm pronouncing his um, first name right. Oro? I, was, I thought you were going to say Nathan. <laughs> um, it's Oro. Uh, Von Wagner, Wesley, and Nathan Frazier. 19 minutes, 17 seconds. Can't give this four and a quarter. Chip. Uh, I, when I saw this match, I'm like, this is going to be a fucking fire-ass pay-per-view or premium live event. Sorry, let me go ahead and redact that. I thought it was going to be off the charts, and this match is great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Nathan Frazier, like Kim was asking, she's like, why don't they actually try to climb the ladder and use like speed to do it like Nathan Frazier was? Nathan Frazier was on fire the whole time. He's going to be one to watch in the future, but um, uh, I'd say about four stars. Um, I'm going to be very critical on this show. I even watched it again today. How the fuck do you give a match four stars if you're going to be critical? You fucking match. Of the show. <laughs> you fucking Canuck, go eat some ice. Make sure it's yellow. Um, wow. Whoa. Jeff is on a roll. Holy fuck. He's a man by nickname. One goddamn time. He's going to marry me and divorce me. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> wow. Anyway, anyways, um, it was it, it was a good match. Um, uh, I thought it was very high pat, um, high impact. A lot of those spots I didn't see working out the way they did. Um, Wesley and Nathan Frazier looked like they did lines of cocaine before they came out because they were on fire and flying the whole damn time. Hold on, Tony Tony Khan does not run NXT. <laughs> he, he may he may, he may have had a connection I don't know but nope good match four stars alright cause you're an under any piece of shit uh, underrated shit at four stars uh, uh, four and a half this match was awesome uh, that Spanish why fly why was it missing your face uh, that <laughs> Spanish fly off the ladder was sick uh, Mensa's lucky to be alive after taking that spot he jumped too early when they tried to trip the ladder over, and he's lucky he didn't die. And same with uh, Robbie E or Rob Rob Stone, because he jumped too early on that spot too. 
uh, when he did it. Um, Wagner throwing Wesley from the ring onto the announce table was crazy. Yeah, four and a half stars. Wesley winning uh, was the right, right call. Kid. Yep. Hey, sorry, your buddy uh, cracked a Hitler joke. This crazy bitch, but ex boy decided to get mad and share it online. Here's a single foot. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not wrong. That's the problem. Wow. Oh. I say the worst shit possible. And when I follow it up with, tell me I'm wrong, everybody's like, oh, well. I mean, you're technically correct, and it is the best kind of correct. Um, right down to the star rating, I agree with everything Fat Man just said. Um, the only thing that I will bring up to it, add to it is the um, the fact that the announcer table didn't break. <laughs> it's a All Japanese right. announcer table. <laughs> I should have split then. <laughs> they they pixelate it after the fact. I'm done. <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ. All right, Ryan. I thought this was a perfect little opener to the fucking show. Um, I did see some reports online uh, reading up on it about how it was like there was no real feud going into this match, but that's what made this match perfect. There were five guys that you don't normally see in a big line, or four guys that you won't normally see in a big line, but and Carmelo Hayes, who's fucking money. If that guy was six inches taller, he wouldn't be in the 16. I think everything flowed off right. I really do like that Wesley one outside of the ha-ha Hitler joke. But, like, he was the right kid at the right time. Nathan Frazier's too new. Uh, Von Wagner looks better in the main event scene than he would the mid-card scene, I'll call it. So I, I think everything that they had and everything that set up just went off without a hit. All right. Um, casket match? <laughs> uh, Grayson Waller. Make deal, man. Yeah. Grayson Waller versus Apollo Crews. 12 minutes and 58 seconds. Cat gave this three stars. Sleazy, you're the Undertaker, Mark. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Of course, I'm going to love something like this, even without The Undertaker. Um, Only the fourth time. I'll say... Gross. Yeah. The only thing that would have been worse would have been if one of these guys, you know, you know, hurt their back and then lost their smile six months from now. Um, but I think... Ah, sorry, I had to unmute you to make sure you heard my laugh at that. <laughs> had to get it in um i think um i think they did a good job for what it was um i i don't want to say it's the best casket match i've ever seen i'm gonna say i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's the best casket match not featuring the undertaker that i've seen and it was three wow you overrating piece of shit yeah well (laughs) It was an okay match for a house show. Um, didn't understand breaking the first casket. It was a cool spot, but... That's why. It was a cool spot. But then, all of a sudden, now Apollo Crews has druids to solve oh, a uh, second casket. How dare you! Actually, I've not been watching NXT. 
though. If don't you even watch, watch the fucking. No, no, no. Let me get on this one. That motherfucker has spent the last fucking year screaming at me about if I only watch the product. Fuck you. Give me all the fucking druids. Sleazy, when's the last time you watched NXT Weekly? At least six months ago. Okay. <laughs> it's been two for me, so. Anyway, Ryan, what were you trying to explain? I didn't see it. I watched the Go Home show, and I didn't see anything with the druids. Ba- basically, Cruz come back with this whole, he can see into the future and predict stuff, like the psycho kind of mind now shit. So, like, hmm. even when blinded, and it all came from him blinded, getting blinded by Grace Waller, but hopefully not. So, again, Cruz, they've been going back and forth about it and stuff, so it's kind of new kind of character that Cruz got. Not fully cult like, but the availability to have these people there, psychos, and I was You want them to say, and it's going to make any sense, that's dumb. Um, so, coming out, we watched professional wrestling, sir. I always go back to The Undertaker was on Dead Wizard, and we didn't care. That's dumb. Yeah, but other side of that being a cool spot, it, there was really nothing much else to it, I thought. So it was okay. It, it to me it was like the match would have been better. I'm really calling Grace Waller, and I do appreciate Pablo Cruz. And they've given them TV time, they've given them storyline time. Just like it's a good thing you guys got put to the dead match spot on the card just because where it didn't really pay off like it wanted to, and it didn't. And I think. Coming after the ladder match, first this match too, because the ladder match is so. Mm-hmm. Yep, sleep or chip. Uh, I agree with that, man. Doesn't happen normally. Um, <clears throat> two and a half stars. I enjoyed the commentary of Vic and Booker T almost more than I enjoyed the match. Um, there were, I I liked the throwing him through the casket part. Um. Like Batman, I was really confused by the whole Druid thing coming out. It makes sense now because he did his eye out and it kind of gives him like a third eye, more like an intuition into the future. Of, I, I know what you're saying. Um, but yeah, a perfect spot for the, that type match. I I mean, don't usually see a, a gimmick match or a casket match as a cooler match, but it worked out. So. I think you kind of had to use it as a cooler match because nobody here cared I, I don't want to say cared about them being in a casket match it was a a halloweenish gimmick match just to be a halloweenish gimmick match well spin the wheel makes the deal it could have been anything it just happened to you know what i mean when you look at the lot oh yeah the because they definitely don't work the fucking wheel it was hilarious because literally josh said before because josh came over and watched it with me before uh the show came I was like i really like to see a casket match tonight and he's not on Twitter or anything. Didn't see any of it. And I was like, well, motherfucker. <laughs> Weapons. Like, I get the logic behind Casket Match Halloween and stuff. But realistically, when you're pushing that stuff, like especially the Halloween Havoc, the whole connection of spin the wheel makes the wheel. You're kind of looking at it that way. Important to look at it, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Weapons Wild Match, Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez, 12 minutes, 25 seconds. Ken gave us two and three quarters. Sleazy, right. you're the, 
You're the woman's wrestling enthusiast. Okay. Uh, let, let's start with the two of these girls in general. They're what? Under 25 right now? They're like... Uh, Cora Jay's 21. Roxanne Perez... 20. Holy shit. 21. Oh, in, do I got to like, wait one month? more year to take a boat out drink? No, you got to wait don't a have to. weeks. Oh, Roxy, week? Roxy turns 21 in a matter of weeks. Well, Tell he doesn't have to... Real name. Yeah, but Ryan... It's 19 in Canada, isn't it? It is 19 in Canada. Well, 16 in Newfoundland, but nobody really cares about drinking pop. <laughs> well, that's kind <laughs> of a... Sounds like yourself. That Problematic. explains a lot. Ah! Um, but holy shit. The two are super talented. And while they're still relatively green, they're still relatively new to the business... These two are the future of the women's division in WWE. I'm going to say that right now. People are going to look back at this match specifically and go, yeah, they were still green at this point. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of cool little spots here and there. I, I did like the, the uh, platform spot onto the tables. My problem with it is that they must have been running close to time when they did it because they didn't sell it long enough. They really didn't. Um, here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm going to say two stars, but I'm going to give it the huge qualifier of if they had gotten a couple extra minutes, maybe some things would have been a little bit more well laid out. You gradient with a curve. No, I'm just saying that it's, it's, I feel bad giving it two stars because I know how talented they are, but in the same breath, it wasn't that good of a match. So it, it hurts me to give it that much. Um, I think that it was a great way to finish the feud. I hope that, you know, and here's the other thing. Some of the weapons were kind of weird, um, but you know, whatever. I think that if they were going to blow off the feud this way, I guess it's the best way to do it with a, a gimmick match like this. But it was, it was lackluster in that respect. And I feel bad and I don't want to say anymore. <laughs> you underrated piece of shit. Like, there we go. Three stars. Um, <clears throat> I, I liked it. Like I there was you there's nothing really special about it, but I liked it. I was entertained by it. Um right kid died and he blew off a feud, so and Ryan's smoking No no look half of Ryan. Well you having a stroke? Okay, cool. But um <clears throat> Um, I'll make you fun to me. Uh, yeah, it, it was yeah. three star. It was a three star match. Okay, Ryan, go ahead. Wait, he's, he's too coughing. busy coughing. Chip, go ahead. <laughs> um, I just laughed at that thought. Listen, that match is deadly. I feel like all your numbers are super low, and anybody that didn't know who the two of those girls were before they watched the match, kind of just coming to NXT. Like we do have some fans like that. Should have been really impressed by two girls, twenty five years old or younger, even less. 
that go out there on a premium live event, pay-per-view, big special show, and give them the time to do what they did through the whole story. And I think it was a lot better than people wanted to give credit for. And I think Sleazy was right. That is the future of the women's division coming up. That's two of the people you watch. Chip. Um, I'm going to go two and a half. Uh, it's Core Jade talked her a lot of the way through the match. You could hear it. You could see it. Um, but I could see them being the future. The platform to table spot was really awkward to me. My highlight of that match was the pop rocks on the chairs. That was executed perfectly. But it was like she went to hug her. It's like she didn't want to fall, but she says, here, I'll hold you as we go back. And that's what it looked like to me. And that kind of threw that whole spot off to me. So two and a half stars. Are we forgetting that Roxanne Perez this time last year was the ROH Women's Champion? Like... Yeah. I'm not forgetting it. She, she's, for being someone super young, she's super talented in the ring. Well, and I, I agree. They are the future. It's just that match <clears throat> didn't them being the future to me. All right. A Wambulance match. match. Wow. Uh, Julius Creed versus uh, uh, Damon Kemp. 14 minutes, 9 seconds. Kenton gave this three stars. Um, it was physical as fuck. <laughs> it, it, this is what I think like an ambulance match probably should have been because most ambulance matches, they start in the ring, they do wrestling moves, and then they go outside, fight a little bit, go back to the ring, do wrestling moves, and then try to put each other in a structure. They just beat the shit out of each other from the bell. And it was great. I gave it three and a half stars. It was physical. Right kid died. Yeah. Had they not had they not put the stipulation on it that uh Brutus would have to leave NXT, Damon came to the one end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they put that on, it, it's shitty to say, oh, I knew it was wrong. You just don't really know anymore, especially in NXT. You lose the loser leaves how match, you probably get called up the main roster. So like even whether you lose it or you don't lose it, it's doesn't really guarantee anyone who's going to win who's going to lose, because part of my mind was like, oh, Brutus goes, well, they're just going to haul the balls up the main roster, probably tag to them. Okay. So it, it, it kind of made me think about it for a second that they wouldn't do it, but the whole time I was like, no way Julius is winning this match. Um, I rewatched that match today. And it was a lot better than I watched it Saturday night. Um, so I'll go. I'll go with three stars on this. Uh, it was. It was hard hitting. I like hard hitting. Uh, a lot of foreign objects used, but man, his hand must have got broken like four times. Although there was a disclaimer saying everyone was healthy after NXT Takeover or NXT Halloween Havoc. I'm sorry, um, but it, it, the payoff I thought was going to be. Damon as well, but when that stipulation went in, you, yeah, you knew there's, I don't think there's any room right up there right now for them, but they'll be called up shortly. 
All right, sleazy. I don't think there's any room up there for them because both tag titles are sitting on one team right now. Um, as soon as that no longer is the case, they should be called up. That being said, the match itself was kind of, once again, one of those gimmick matches because it's, it's an extreme rules style pay-per-view, which I love, you know, the concept of an ambulance match, you know, you're trying to, to kill your opponent basically and throw them in the back of an ambulance. So they're, you know, sh- hot shotted into the hospital. Right. Um, and most of the time fat man's exactly right. Um, it's not usually, you know, they, they do some moves and, oh yeah, I guess we better work our way out to the ambulance and, and do our spots there. Now, this was great. I, I love this. Um, and one of the things that you hear a lot about right now and, and specifically criticism of this show specifically is that there's not a lot of quote unquote star power on the show. And I think that is a huge, you know, disservice to everyone on the show because Julius Creed is a star. Kemp is a star. Roxy is a star, you know, and even Ron and Ilya are, are stars and Wesley is a star. You know, you take a look at all the people on this, the show, they are stars. They're getting there just because they're not household names because they didn't come from the Indies doesn't make them less stars. And just because they're not on raw every week doesn't also make them stars either. They're working their way through. They're working their way up through XP. That's how this works. So anyway, back to the match. It was a great match. Three and a half stars. The power bomb on the stretcher's spot was fucking. Well, fuck. mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose defends against Alba Fire. Uh, the actual match was seven minutes and seven seconds, but they did like a cinematic thing earlier in the show, which took out Toxic Attraction. But then they ended up finding their way back anyway. So Ryan's going to give me shit when I say that. It was dumb and pointless. Boy. It was filler. Didn't need yeah, to well, happen. This, uh, worse is this match was filler on the pay-per-view. Even if you don't do the cinematic. Because like they tried. They didn't spend long enough, personally to me, to build off. Uh, Alba Fire to beat Mandy Rose because Mandy Rose is on an incredible fucking run right now. And like, you're, I really feel like, unless the money in the bank style of a shock win comes, like, you, somebody needs to be built because once you beat Mandy Rose, you're just taking like one of the queens of NXT, we'll call it, for title ring off her first. And it can't, I feel like it's a waste of time if it's just some fluky little thing that they got to build somebody properly and not just, oh, they're here, and then we'll forget about them. Oh, welcome back. Okay, as for the match, it was the worst match of the night. Uh, Yeah. One and three quarters? I I, I don't know. It wasn't great. Um... Like the match was mad. I mean, right kid died, but like, like I said earlier, the cinematic was just pointless and filler. They didn't need it to be done. And this match, and it proved it didn't prove anything. It just was there. And yeah, 
it was what it was. It was a way to get Mandy on the card. Pretty much. Really? I mean, it. you needed her there. They could have did that tonight on TV, though. They got two title matches on TV tonight. That could have been fine. I agree with that. I, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying that right now, as it stands, they wanted, they wanted to get the, the top women's title on the show. They did. It didn't matter what the, the person, the, the opponent was. They wanted to do something creative with some sort of cinematic thing. It, I understand why they did it. I don't like it. Um, I thought it was dumb, but some people like that stuff. So I'm, I'm not going to shit on it too much. I just didn't like it, and I don't think it was well done personally. Um, I gave this a star and a half. So I, I think um, here's the reality is that Mandy Rose is, is the last one that's, you know, she's going to hold that title until Roxanne beats her for it. Am I, am I right here? I mean, that's what this is going for, I think. And we've got the finish to the previous feud with Roxanne and I could see this happening as soon as the next uh, takeover deadline, December 10th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so from the acting standpoint, the cinematic part started out really well. Uh, and in fact, I was shocked at how well it started out, but it just declined after that. And I was already disinterested in this match as it was. And then when they show when Toxic Attraction showed back up at the arena, I'm like, how? What the? Whoa, whoa. I, I'm in. I'm with Fat Man, and so I'm like, what was the point of all that? What was the point of taking them out for having them come back? I know in 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 movies you kill you kill the villain more than once. I understand, but it just made no sense in that match. So I'm giving it a one star. Sleazy favorite type of match, triple threat match for the NST Championship. Braun Breaker defends against Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough. 23 minutes and 47 seconds. Canton gave this four stars. And I'll start with Chip. It was good. Um, I, I think, my, like I said, my, my uh, match of the night is the first. And this is second. You started out with the heater, you ended out with the heater. Um, it was a good match. I gave it three and three quarters. Um, bright guy died, but you got Ilya and JD or Jordan Devlin McDonough are going to be there for a while. And, um, when Braun goes up to the main roster, those two are going to have a, a lengthy feud for that belt. Ryan. So, the only thing I didn't like about this match was the wrong kids off. J.D. Donahue should have won this match. I, I can't think of any bad. Like, I, I enjoyed the flow of it. I enjoyed the build all of this, how they put everybody in it, uh, how they made it a triple threat match by Steiner match in a promo. Like, everything about this was really good to me. I just thought that Donahue should have won. I am nothing against Brown Breaker, but, like, let him have three or four NXT tournaments. He's going to be your NXT guy for next year or two as he works everything else. So why not? 
Sleazy. I hated this. Shocker. Surprise, right? surprise. Right? Um, the free. I Right. Um, Ryan's <clears throat> right. The wrong kid died, but I don't think it was. I, I think Ilya should have won this, actually, not JD. Um, I actually take huge exception to the fact that A, he took the pin, and B, he only took it after a spear. That's my problem with it. Um, this is a man that beat the invincible Walter at the height of Walter's forever in a day NXT UK run. But he, he dies to a single spear in this match? Really? Um, three stars. Chip and I have the same rating, three and three quarters. Um, it started slow. It picked up. It has some really great near falls. Um, of course, these are like triple threat matches. Honestly, I thought JD McDonald was going to take the pin, and then Ilya and Braun were going to have a singles match later on. But interesting, they went the other route. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really good. Someone's watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, so no Superstore, not Brooklyn Nine Nine. It was just the NBC sound at the end of the ah. show. <laughs> Both are great shows. Yeah, Superstore is pretty good. Um, overall thoughts on the show? Uh, it was a good show. It was. It was. It's a really good show. It was a good Dude, show let down by bad main really event. good wrestling we're getting in 2022 from all the big feds this year. Well, what you talk about the hate. I said the ridiculous amount of good wrestling we're getting this year. They you talk about the hate of wrestling, like they are the boom well, the sister and stuff like that. All so many feds are putting up so many good shows this year, and this is another prime example. And it's, uh, I guess, the whole fact that. Now, I mean, it's never going to officially be over, but now places like Japan has finally opened up to where they can allow international people over into their country to watch shows. So that's kind of the, the fans being back in the stadiums are what's pushing these shows to be really good and having the performers doing as well as they, they are. So that's my view on it. Uh, for show wise, like I said, I maybe I have to go back and rewatch it again to see where you all are ranking this. But to me, I didn't. I, I expected a lot more, especially when Shawn Michaels came out and said it was going to be NXT SummerSlam because to me that was not a SummerSlam esque show at all. So that's what Shawn Michaels said it was going to be. It was going to be their equivalent to SummerSlam. In October. I mean, I can still go to the beach right now. I, well, yeah. You could. Well, you're going to be stepping on broken glass and dead bodies, but that's okay. No, that's the north part of Atlantic City. They keep yeah, the- south part's nice where Ocean City and near Ocean City is very nice. Well, that well, we won't talk about why that's the case. Um, <sighs> the show was good, but it it, it kind of lacked in, in some of the matches specifically. I will I'll stand tall on my 
shitty main event here, but the shitty main event is still three-star match, but yeah, it could have been better, but I don't think it was because of huge star power or anything like that. I think it was because the matches weren't, they really weren't booked as well as I would have hoped. Um, but Ryan's absolutely right. There's so many great shows out there. This is still not a bad show, despite all that. Take a break. Well, on that note, then, well, do you got a teaser for uh, after the break here? Anything cool? No. Fuck all y'all. Jesus. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. So Fat Man get, chose not to give us a fucking teaser because he's, you know, the Fat Man. Fat Man. Shocker. So uh, let's start off with the most... It's not the most bullshitty thing. Uh, this is according to Wade Keller. Oh, God. Here we go. As I talked about, Triple H is more likely to bring Punk back than Vince McMahon would have been. Every bit. Not less. That doesn't mean Triple H was a fan of CM Punk, but Triple H is in a different position than Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon never believed in CM Punk, and therefore, in the way he pushed Punk, never really fully got behind him. Triple H, well, he thinks Punk's personality-wise may be more trouble than he's worth, which is 100% true has shown a history of recognizing wrestlers who are over with today's fans that he himself might not have predicted would be over. Someone who's currently in WWE and is within the sphere of influence of Triple H's decisions making and Triple H's decision making would be a hard no if me asking this person today. A hard no on endorsing the return of CM Punk even if it would help business, I would, I won't. And that and it pretty much goes on um, because there's talks and rumors of, of AEW buying up Punk's contract, if there's no compete clause in there or not. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on Punk potentially coming back to WWE? I think it's a foregone conclusion. Ever since that doctor left. Personally, and that was me. Ever since that doctor left, I knew that WWE was getting Punk. And he, there's always this thing that wrestlers say, never say never. And Punk has said it before, and other wrestlers have, and the other wrestlers have come back. As much as I'm not a, a fan of this run that Punk had in AEW, and if everything was staged and like, and like the whole pipe bomb situation was just a remnants about the pipe bomb they did in WWE at the time. Never say never. He'll be back eventually somehow. Sleazy. 
I think it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, this is this is fucking bonkers that th- people believe that he's going to be back in WWE. He, it's like it would have been one thing if before all of this happened, if the whole thing that they all got in the scuffle about didn't happen, maybe. CM Punk is got nuclear heat on him. There is no way anybody would bring him into a wrestling company right now. No chance. Zero chance of that happening. It's like bringing Joey Ryan into a company right now. Maybe even worse somehow. Maybe in two to three years, he might show up on Impact because they threw so much fucking money at him that he might come back. There's no chance Triple H will bring him back. And there's, and I don't think that's, and and to say that Triple H won't bring him back doesn't discount the fact that Punk would want to come back to WWE on the other side either. If if what the rumors are true, he's going to get bought out of his contract, which I don't know if you're you're going to say that or not. Um, if that's the case, he doesn't have to fucking work again because I guarantee you that fucking contract fucking sweet yes that was going to be my point is he doesn't have to work the rest of his life yeah because according to i have sources and this is actually i'm not saying this to be an asshole i really do is his contract i don't know the specific number is massive he makes millions upon millions upon millions a year so to have him get bought out like that, that's his, gonna be his, that. So his contract buyout will be north of fifty million. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah, like Punk is bought out. That's gonna ruin AEW. The dumbest thing they could have done. Well, I, I they don't have a choice at this matter. They're gonna pay him whether he. I guarantee you, he has a guaranteed contract too. Yeah. So they're, they're paying him no matter what. So I bet you those contracts look a lot more like professional football player contracts than they do with wrestling contracts. I mean, yeah, it could be a pay or play contract also. Like you either pay me or play me like, which is essentially a guaranteed contract. Like, yeah. so it's, it's, it's North of 50 million. If, if, they buy it out and that's punk does that towards the rest of his life why would he even go why would he deal with the headaches just Plus, to give you an idea people don't understand what that actually means 50 million dollars if you put that in a just a high yield savings account getting three percent off of that is more money than all of us put together making a year Ridiculous. And I'm also saying that what was I gonna say? He doesn't have to deal with that. And also, he's kind of injury prone now. Hurt his foot and then two matches in. Well, 
we all know he he tore his bicep in the scuffle backstage. He didn't do it during the match, but and then he tore his bicep. So he's in his what mid to late forties and he's injury prone. And he ain't sting. So he's there's no way. And then there's also reports that him working a part time schedule, which obvious you don't want him to work full time schedule. If well, wrap your mind around that for a second now. The comparison of he ain't Sting, and Sting's still out there doing all this crazy shit. CM Punk fucking injury prone. Right? It built different back then. It's tougher, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, according to Fuck Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Fuck Dave Meltzer, Canadian internet well again. <laughs> it was brought to the attention that many of the extras used by AEW who are close to Thunder Rosa have not been booked recently. Um, there's no information as to why that decision was used. Rosa is the AEW Women's Champion and is currently out due to the injury. Tony Storm told Brees to report about her interim title reign. She said, "My, I guess my first thing would to be beat Thunder Rosa and stop this intern nonsense. Uh, that's that kind of what's bothering me. I think that's been bothering me a lot. Blah blah blah. Uh, Monsters, um, discussed women's divisions of Rosales, uh, saying there's a lot of division among many of the women and Rosa, basically the ones who made public comments that, um, insinuated her injury wasn't that bad, or for those who, who privately felt due to the timing of her saying she's injured were serious. And she needed time off after being told that she was dropping the title of Tony Storm. Um, I call bullshit. I say fuck Thunder Rosa. I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, I know. But I, I, call, I call bullshit on the... She's, her friends are blackballed from getting work and blah, blah, blah. They have too many people. Of course people are going to get shafted. Lazy. I I have nothing to say to that. I what the fuck ridiculous bullshit is this? Dave Meltzer. There you go. Done. That's all. Um, I, have. I don't remember if we talked about it last week. Did we talk about Ace Steel getting released by AEW? We talked about it in chat. We didn't talk okay. about it. Okay, Ace still got released from AEW. Let me show you my shock face. <gasps> oh my god. Um. Let's just be fair. Cabana going back to TV. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I would like that. Um, so, Carl Anderson <laughs> is the number one weight champion. Yeah. He's supposed to be defending the title of Battle Autumn, which is November 5th. Sleaze and I talked about this last week. Apparently, the NJPW president expects Anderson to still make the show. But you did see uh, Carl's tweet earlier this week, right? Yeah, he released a video saying he's not showing up. Yep. But he's after, a- but after <laughs> the video, the NJPW president says he still expects him to show up. Well, I mean, they are going to be on the same side of the globe. Uh, it's a six-hour time difference and a 13-hour flight. There's no way. Oh, okay. There's zero chance he's going to be there. 
I mean, WWE's paying him more, so of course he's going to go with WWE. Um, I, I think that they're just going to suspend him until uh, Tokyo Dome and then have him fight Hikaleo at uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. That's what, that's, Sleazy, that's what Sleazy said. That's definitely um, Shawn Michaels did an interview after Halloween Havoc and says that they're... Oh, maybe, maybe it wasn't after Halloween Havoc. Maybe it was before it. But he did an interview saying that there are plans to do an NXT Mexico and an NXT Japan in 2023. The, the Japan thing, I guarantee you, was something that was out for a long, long time. Because that's something that Triple H wanted. They've been talking about that for yeah, a while. Yeah, that's not new. NXT Japan's not a... The, the only thing new is them going forward with the plan. Elimination Chamber will be Saturday, February 18th in Montreal. That was rumored to be another Saudi show, but apparently it's not. Well, that's good news. Yeah. So oh, you get something. Canada. You can almost make that. Yeah. It's, only f- it's only five hours from me. Right? You um, just got to get through the border. I can. I just hide in Ryan's belly. Um, Hi-o. Sa- Sasha, uh, Sasha Banks, mm, Sasha did some training with Kalisto in Barcelona, so she's staying Weird. in ring shape. Well, that's that's good news, I guess. Staying in shape for me. Maybe so we'll get that Kyrie, uh, or maybe Mayu. I don't even know. Um, Wade Keller's speculates that MJF has secretly signed an extension with AEW. No shit, Sherlock. Right? The fuck it. God fucking... What the fuck kind of... God damn these fucking reporters. <laughs> fucking journalists. Well, yeah. I mean, they... He, they won't it's a work, able- man. I'm not sure if you actually said it. He's not working with a cut. No fucking... You goddamn... Idiots, man, calm down, please. What are you be so angry for? It's just it pisses me off. You know what? No, no, no. What made news this week? Shit like Dave Melcher's office getting clean. Fuck you guys, you know. Apparently, AW management has spoken with Athena and uh, Jody Threat about their stiff match that they had. On what is it, Elevation or Dark or one of those shows? Oh, and they beat the fuck out of them jobbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? You didn't see this? It no, I saw fun. it. I saw the match. What the fuck are they talking about? Well, Athena pretty much ragdolling or pretty much being the fuck out of a wrestler. You didn't see that? I watched the match. That didn't happen. Then you watched the wrong match. No, I absolutely watched the match because people talked about the match. I went back and watched the match, and maybe one was maybe a little snug. Okay, but you're wrong. No, I watched the match. It, it, They're fucking it was idiots. Like a night, it was like an NWA 1980s. No, it wasn't. 
it, uh, absolutely jobber right. fest where they just beat the fuck out of their jobbers in like three minutes. So <laughs> beat the fuck out of her. I don't have a problem yeah. with it. I don't have a problem with it, but you're wrong. Bunch of people got worked over it, and it looks like you are on that list. A bunch. How did I get worked over something that I physically because saw? you think it was fucking real? I'm not saying it wasn't real. I'm just saying she beat the fuck out of her to make it look real. See, she did go with her job. And that Tony Khan's an idiot if he's talking to him about that stiff match. But yet it's not a stiff over. match. <laughs> Tell him to watch bring, While bringing over fucking MG, bringing over fucking MJPW wrestlers to fucking shoot, beat the fuck out of his wrestlers. That, that was my point. You wouldn't let me fucking finish. It wasn't a stiff match. She beat the fuck out of her, but she didn't beat the fuck out of her is what I was trying to get to. Sure. Eh. Yeah, roll your eyes. You can't even see my eyes being rolled, and yet you knew it was happening. Yeah. Because you didn't watch the match because you don't watch the product. I absolutely watched the match. <laughs> Willow Knight and Gail signed with AEW and PCO is re-signed with Impact. Good. PCO is the only one left out of the box. Everybody yeah. else gone. Well, mm-hmm. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's still there. Sleazy. Yes. Uh, WWE Network is going to be on Disney Plus in the Philippines. Yes, I've already told my wife's family and they're getting a Disney Plus subscription. It's only $6 there a month. Wow. Or $20 a year. In American dollars. In American dollars. Yes. 20 bucks a year. Yes. Which is it's, still not that much. I mean, it's what, 5,000, no, 10,000 pesos. I thought it was like 1,500 or something. It's, it's 50 pesos to a dollar. Is what I read. I thought I read it as like, it was like, 1500 a year no maybe you're right it was like 900 dollars a month or something and there's 900 pesos would be about 450 something like that dollars 50 cents that, that yeah, also, yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm glad that doesn't that doesn't surprise me uh uh wb uh, is to do a premium live event in the uk every year cool heard about that apparently they want to bring back King of the Ring? That would make sense for it to be over there. No, not as that event, but just to oh. bring back King of the Ring. And then... Well, I thought Triple H was talking about getting rid of these gimmick pay-per-views. Well, the Hell in the Cell and stuff like that. I mean... But you still have an elimination chamber. I don't know. It's something I read now. Yeah, it, we, yeah we reported on it last week about the Gimmick pay-per-views, but I mean, maybe they're waiting a year. I don't know. Maybe they're going to do a 2024. Uh, also, you mentioned earlier NXT's hosting a premium live event in December. Um, it might be called Deadline, but that's just a weird name. So um, get the Super Art of Connor. Wow. Super Card of Honor, 3 p.m. 4 p.m. is supposed to be Deadline. And then that night, there's a UFC fight, all December 10th. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Dell already sent me the list of how much shit we got going on that day. <laughs> well, Supercard of Honor, it won't be Supercard of Honor, it'll be Final Battle. 
Sorry, final bet. I'm sorry. Final, so, will be at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. in Texas, where it's at. And oh, what okay. I heard was deadline was going to be at night at 8 oh, o'clock. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then, then after so they're that, not. That's why, that's why final battle's on at four here in the uh, East. So they're not competing. So that's why they did that. One last news, and I think it's fucking bullshit. So WWE wanted Billy Gunn to be at the DX25 year anniversary. They were in negotiations with AEW and Tony Khan. Uh, Apparently, all AEW wanted was for WWE to mention that Billy Gunn was an AEW superstar. And apparently, WWE said no to that. I mean... Well, you don't see Carl going around saying he's an JPW superstar. I think it's different in that respect. Uh, yeah, it is. Different. Well, it is because they have more respect for JPW than they do AEW. Well, also the fact is Carl Anderson is now signed with WWE. Right. Well, yeah. And to be honest, it wasn't apparently a no monetary thing. It was just mention AEW. Be like Billy, like AEW star Billy Gunn. And that's all you had to say. And WWE's like, no. They could have made I, a, a great joke about, you know, hey, uh, something about, you know, yeah. Weren't you working at the other company? You know, yeah. Some, and they could have made and a, By the way, here's the thing what are they going to do if they don't mention it? So, There's no, for no, one. Yeah, no, I'm saying it was just a joke. But I'm so they could have said, "Yeah, we could have done that," and then just be made. Oops, made the we joke. forgot. <laughs> no yeah. soul. Basically, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. yeah, there's nothing being nothing they can do. Like so. Well, and also the that's, fact that they made light of AEW in the beginning of the episode, arguing in backstage, no fighting. That, yeah, that was that was kind of that might have been a little. <laughs> well, I don't think they gave AEW the script for Raw. But I'm just no. saying, um, one, if that's it, I can see WWE doing that, agreeing to do that, because it's not that big of a deal. I mean, AEW mentions WWE all the fucking time on their show. Right. Um, if this, And again, what are they going to do if they just, oops, forgot? <laughs> right now, time. Mean, I mean, again, they're, they're, they're clever enough to... to Put into a into a joke, or they could have just had Billy Gunn appear on screen like Rey Mysterio did at Triple Mania, right? Like you didn't have to meant like. So I call bullshit on that. And paper toss, paper toss. I got a couple of quick things. Number oh. one, um, the finals of the. Uh, IWGP Women's Championship has been said it's Kyrie versus Mayu, which oh god, so good. Everyone and their brother who saw that bracket knew that's how it's going to end. Um, that's going to happen on um, November twentieth. Yes, um, I'll have an article out. I want to say within the next week or so. Um, 
talking about the history of IWGP and, and women's wrestling and Joshi wrestling in general. So uh, look out for that. Um, probably sometime next week. Also, if you guys are listening to this via your normal, wonderful podcast, um, places, I guess you'd say, um, I do want to say that Friday night, I will be at the 44th street rumble, uh, the new Japan show in New York. Um, if you see me out there, please say hi. Um, yeah, he's going to be the guy that has the word sleazy as a face, right? If you are seeing this live on Twitch, I'll be there on Friday. Come say hi. Um, it's a very tiny venue. It's the Palladium Theater in Times Square. Where is that exactly? I know Times Square pretty well. Um, 44th Street and uh, 8th. Oh. It's where oh. the Sony Theater used to be. Yeah, that is small. It's 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 like 250 people for an that's actual... Small. That's smaller than Hammerstein. Yeah, it's tiny. It's fucking tiny. There, there's... They and they booked two nights there too. They booked the night before and then this show. So I'm I'm uh I'm excited to go there. It'll be a long night for me, but I'll really enjoy it. Um, also, you are following uh Fight TV will have a package for both nights, Thursday and Friday for $24.99. They're yes. not a sponsor, not a sponsor, but absolutely go check it out. Um next week, hopefully we can shoehorn a quick review in of the live show um anything else fat man uh weren't you on a podcast oh yes thank you um so i was on another wonder- wonderful podcast um basically i'll put the liner notes in it was a really great uh uh way to you know just talk about just all sorts of different wonderful things including poker wrestling um we talked a little bit about security too it was, it was a great show i'll put that all that stuff in the liner notes uh great group of guys as they always would like to say um but yeah uh so chip put yourself over okay uh before i do that i want to let you all know that for those of you that do follow in jpw that Royal Quest 2, both Nights 1 and 2, have been released. They were released last weekend on the New Japan World. Um, really good matches. Uh, I have yet to finish um, Night 2. I'll probably do that tomorrow. And hopefully I'll have a review of both nights uh, up by this weekend. You can find me and Fat Man on the Best Darn Sports Show Period 2 on Twitch and Facebook Live. We'll be live tomorrow at 9 o'clock, I'm going to say. Um, we're going over some crazy happenings in the NFL. World Series is happening. NBA and NHL are just starting. So we are back into our favorite times of year for being sports fans, where all the sports are that we follow are in progress. You can follow me on Twitter at TheSportsGuru728. cool ryan can go fuck himself because he left earlier but he's on ryan butt gotch on tiktok yeah and tiktok um only fans you know freudian slips or freudian slips um <laughs> r slash the wrestling show on reddit uh i'm at tw sleazy 
TWS Fat Man. And we are at Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Uh, videos you can find at twitch.tv slash sleazyandfatman, youtube.com slash sleazyandfatman, and premium videos on OnlyFans slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of content at thewrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, and a ton of other cool stuff. Check out Fat Man's weekly articles. They're really good. Uh, legitimately, they're, they're really nice. Um, they're funny they're really enjoyable check them out you can get this podcast every saturday morning wherever you get your podcast including spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and other different venues don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform it really does help us out so with that with thanks to chip with thanks well with fuck you to ryan and as always for sleazy for the fat man this is the wrestling show thank you guys so much for listening peace fuck dave Meltzer. fuck tony khan fuck kenny omega a hot dog's not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. And I don't have anything funny to say at the end here like I normally do. So. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun. Blood shedding your name When there's nothing to gain